Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 check out monorail.com america's affordable investment app made for conservatives who want to keep their hard-earned money with companies that share their value download the monorail app today join monorail hello my friends welcome to the dennis prager show the 100th anniversary of time magazine is this week, the March 13th to March 20th, 2023 issue, is the 100th anniversary of Time Magazine. For many decades, Time Magazine was respected. Today, a handful of people respect it. Few people read it, though they claim uh, tens of millions of people visit their site. I don't deny that. But if you knew time 50 years ago, let alone its first 50 years, one of the dramatic differences, and it, it's true uh, for it, all of the, uh, all, well, for Newsweek as well, which is much better than time at this time, but in any event, you will notice the gigantic pictures in Time magazine. It is Fifty years ago, it's really worth your looking at a at a Time magazine from 1950. How much better written, how much richer a vocabulary, how how many fewer pictures. The reader was expected to read. Uh, it was not television in print, which is what gradually a time became television in print, it sort of looks like what you would give a fifth grader, which I think is intentional. But that's not even the point that I most want to make. So I, I, I don't know what possessed me, but I read the opening letter from the editor-in-chief and the CEO. CEO was Jessica Sibley. The editor-in-chief is Edward Felsenthal. Also, you should see the picture of the editorial staff. The casual dress uh, of all of them. Uh, I, I, I don't find that impressive. Not, not one man is wearing a, uh, a jacket and tie. Not one man is wearing a tie without a jacket. It's, uh, the, the women are slightly better dressed. One woman is wearing a dress to the best of my knowledge. It, it looks like a, a group of parents going to a teacher's meeting or something uh, akin to that. But anyway, I, are you ready? This is the point that I want to most make. Listen to this sentence. It's one sentence. From the March of Time, that's the title of the opening letter celebrating the 100th anniversary of Time magazine. 
Are we ready, sir? I wonder how you'll react before I say a word. As we begin our second century, the spirit of innovation and disruption inspires us every day. What does that have to do with reporting? Thank you. That is correct. If I keeled over right now, you could have offered the, the end of my thought or the beginning of my thought. I'm telling you, it is it is one of those rare moments of such utter candor and honesty <laughs> that you want to thank them for saying it. What do you think the spirit of a weekly news magazine should be? What should the dominant spirit be? I would think news reporting, truth, honesty, depth, good writing. Would Would you think that? No. The what animates Time magazine, the, the heads of the magazine say are the or are or is the spirit of innovation and disruption. That that is what excites people on the left. New and disruptive. That's it. What exactly is there to innovate at a news magazine? You're not called upon to innovate. You're called upon to preserve whatever commitment to truth, honesty, good writing, etc. you've had. What is there to innovate? How do you innovate on truth and reporting? I'm serious. How do you innovate? What does that mean? We assume you'll use new technology, so that can't be the animating spirit. We'll use new technologies? Wow. And disrupt. Ah, yes, that's correct. Leftism is about adrenaline. I get a rush. That's what animates Antifa. My bored, meaningless, loser life is given meaning by smashing windows and ideally attacking police and and others ruining property it gives me that that's innovation well it's not really innovation but it is disruption really the purpose of time magazine of a news magazine is to disrupt well that's true that is what that is what they do I thought I would share that with you. That uh, doesn't, doesn't, in my opinion, prompt serious people to read the magazine. I want to be informed by time. I don't intend to be disrupted. If the news disrupts, the news disrupts. Disruption as an end in itself, that is the giveaway as to what time does. And what it doesn't do is bring you the news as truthfully as possible, which is all it should be doing. There's another race hoax out there. I wrote an article in my column about a year ago on the 
race hoax industry that seems to exist in the country, especially at various schools. Was this at a school? Yes, in East Sacramento in California. This is from the Sacramento Bee, which is itself a a leftist uh, paper. I wonder if my producer picked up on the headline. I, I bet you didn't. I'm going to read to you the headline. I'll read to all of you the headline. Racist images handed out at East Sacramento School. Here's how the district's responding. The headline has nothing to do with the article. The the headline is a hoax. The headline is a hoax. And if you read the whole piece, you really have to parse it. Yeah, no, 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 of course. But the the piece is clear. It's a hoax. I mean, it's... Black kids put up anti-black slogans. I wrote a piece uh, about a year ago, as I told you, and in which I said, it, from what I read, and I read extensively, if you find a racist, if you find racist graffiti, or if you will, a racist graffito at a university, Oh, let's say on a black student's dorm door, or if you find a noose or an expletive against blacks, the odds are blacks or some white leftist did it. So, of course, it was attacked by the left because they attacked truth. Because truth is not a left-wing value. So they didn't ask, is what Prager wrote true? They just attacked me for writing it. Did they offer any refutation? Absolutely not. So I said then, and I say now, if there's racist graffiti at a college or at a high school, I, I assume, of course, I may be wrong. I just assume based on the odds that it was black kids that did it. And why are there so many race hoaxes? I, I documented, I think, a dozen, but there, I, there are dozens, I suspect, because there's so little overt racism in the United States. You have to make it up. As I always point out, Jews didn't make anti-Semitic hoaxes in Germany in the 1930s because there was too much real anti-Semitism. You didn't need a hoax. The hoax industry proves how little racism there really is in America. I'd like to introduce you to Monorail, America's investment app that takes you from where you are to where you want to be. Monorail is an investment and savings app that is made for patriots by patriots. Doesn't matter whether you're an Apple fan or if you prefer Android, Monorail is available in both environments and online at monorail.com. Monorail is safer for users with bank-level encryption and biometrics. Your money is protected with Monorail through Securities Investor Protection Corporation and the FDIC. No matter how you engage with Monorail, you're getting the security and safety that you need. Whether you're adding funds to your investment account, looking to buy a stock, or putting money aside for future purchases. With Monorail, you can put your money where it matters and utilize the economic power that built this country. 
Don't go somewhere else to trade stocks. Monorail gives you the freedom to purchase whole or fractional shares in companies you believe in. It only takes five minutes to download the app and set up. Join the pro-America money movement. Join Monorail. You know, I coined a phrase. I don't, I'm not, I doubt I'm the first to ever say it, but I, I never heard it. Learning is what is maybe the most fun thing that a person can do for long periods of time. Is that that fair to say? I think so. Yeah. You know, you know, when I saw that, I remember when I thought that when my dad was clearly weakening in his mid nineties, but he kept reading. The, the greatest pleasure in his life, I suspect, was reading. Or even watching a documentary, let's say. Till the last minute, the human wants to learn. So PragerForHillsdale.com. It's a very interesting thought. N- nobody puts it up there, but get we live it. So there was another hoax. Listen to this. The headline is a phony headline. It's a hoax headline in the Sacramento Bee. Racist images handed out at East Sacramento School. Here's how the district's responding. So if you read the headline, you assume that racists handed out images. I mean, that's what the headline is, correct? Racist images handed out at East Sacramento School. The headline should be race hoax at East, at, at East uh, Sacramento School. The headline's fake. Two students from Kit Carson International Academy were suspended after officials say they passed around fake dollar bills with racial slurs and imagery. Two black teenagers were suspended from an East Sacramento school after a fake dollar bill with racist imagery against black people circulated throughout the campus on Tuesday. Okay. I have more. The district is providing support for students and staff who may have experienced trauma or harm as a result. So, the cheapening of the word trauma by the left is like the cheapening of, uh, in general of language. Trauma? There, there was racist imagery on a fake dollar bill at your high school and you experienced trauma? If there were an anti-Semitic bill, fake dollar bill with anti-Semitic imagery on it, I'm a Jew, deeply, deeply aware, having written a, a major book on anti-Semitism, among other things, I'm deeply aware of anti-Semitism and the horrors that it produced. I can't say that I would have experienced trauma, however. I would have gotten angry, but trauma? Do I need to see a therapist? Okay, that's a side note. Let's go to the back to the issue itself. District spro- spokesman Brian Heap said... It really speaks to our need as a district to do more in terms of fully educating kids about the history behind this word and just try to clear up some of the misconceptions they must have that lead them to use it so cavalierly. 
It's a, it's just a fraud. It's a totally fraudulent statement. Black kids wanting to foment racist hatred and wanting to act as victims made up the damn image and the words. And your reaction as the district spokesman is, we have to teach kids why the N-word is wrong? How about we teach kids that if they lie about there being racism, they are despicable in what they did? That even from your anti-racist preoccupation, they are hurting the cause of anti-racism by hoaxing if there is such a term. No, we'll teach them more. Who's the them? The white kids didn't use it. The non-blacks didn't use it. Black kids have to be taught why the N-word is wrong? Hmm. Then how wrong is it? That's a a bit bizarre. Sacramento attorney Mark Harris was contracted by the district in 2022 as a diversity, equity, and inclusion monitor. He said, I've been on an emotional roller coaster today. This is the third time we've had perpetrators of a racially motivated incident identified as African Americans. The third time. <laughs> Just this one attorney. What is the emotional roller coaster? I don't. What is this? Why is it an emotional roller coaster? Because at first he really thought it was white kids who were being racist, and it turns out it was black kids who were making up racism. It's pretty bad when our kids, for whatever reason, think that it would be popular for them to have a negative depiction of our own. What are you talking about? It's not about a negative depiction of your of our own. I guess this guy's black. What are you talking about? It's a negative depiction of whites. We're going to make up more white hatred because of the damn lie of white supremacy pervading our society perpetrated by the greatest liar to occupy public office in my lifetime, Joe Biden. He, he makes Donald Trump look like honest Abraham Lincoln. White supremacy. Right? Didn't he just say... Oh, Americans who want to lynch blacks today. (laughs) Oh, the the fake world in which the left lives. This is an amazing statement by this man. They don't do it to be popular. They do it to foment anger at whites. Period. Hello, everybody. Dennis Prager here. You know, I'm taking a group to Israel in autumn again. There's a banner at DennisPrager.com. And the Israel Ministry of Tourism is a sponsor of this show, which is a light and bright thing for you to consider. People who go there are moved beyond a visit to any other country. And I have on the line here, or you can see him as well, Al Carlin, 
who is the head of North America for the Israeli Ministry of Tourism. Eyal, it says here you're the commissioner of North America. Is that your official title? That's my official title, the uh, tourism commissioner to North America. Yes. I see. So what is the story now? I mean, tourism is obviously very big in Israel. Has it been fully restored since the lockdowns? So here we have an interesting case. From the, from the entire world, no. But from North America and the U.S. specifically, we're actually experiencing record-breaking months uh, right now. We, we officially opened after COVID and removed all of our restrictions in March of 2022. And from the summer, every month has consistently been the best month ever of tourism from the U.S. to Israel. Um, and just, you know, throwing out figures, you know, February of uh last february this last february we were 17 percent over our previous record year january was 14 percent. we've consistently been in almost double digits so how do you uh, explain this do you, you think it's the pent-up demand of two years of, of lockdowns i think it is but i think we saw the 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 peak of that pent-up demand in the summer i think from travel from fall and on it's just a growing interest of americans to travel to israel you know israel's unique uh whether you're a jewish traveler whether you're a christian traveler whether you're just a sophisticated traveler wanting to see world heritage culture experience the food and wine israel has it for you so um i and and we're seeing this we're seeing this strong demand going into into 2024 so we're definitely um, you know, Israel is really hitting that spot of interest and motivation for the American traveler. So you mentioned, which I, I love your honesty, it's not true outside of North America. Do you have any theory as to why? Um, I think there's the, the, the relations between the U.S. and Israel are so strong. The trust between the people is so strong. The love between the people is so strong. It, it's not the same case as is globally. So I think that's part of it. I think, I think um, the American traveler uh, is to some respect a bit more. And, Hold on, and, you, you and, broke up for a uh, second. The American traveler what? Is a bit more informed uh-huh. and feels confident about travel. And I think in, um, you know, we, we see in, in Europe, growing demand but it's not it's not close to where it was in the before the pandemic and in asia it's almost non-existent currently to israel so um the u.s is going strong the second after the u.s is south america that's that's showing really oh that's fascinating so the western hemisphere is doing good for israel yes by the way there the israel ministry of tourism has a special website you should visit holyland.israel.travel holyland.israel.travel and of course I I and Mike Gallagher will be taking uh, many listeners to Israel in the fall and that's at a banner at uh, the at dennisprager.com let me address uh, the uh, sort of uh, I wouldn't say the elephant in the room perhaps the rhinoceros uh, and, and that is uh, just reassure people, because I've been reassuring people for 40 years on the radio how safe it is to visit Israel. But why don't you address that with the 30 seconds we have left? 
Yeah, it's definitely very safe. Um, you know, it's safer than visiting any U.S. city. The, the the state, the government, the people of Israel do everything to make the traveler feel comfortable, safe. Um, and and statistics just tell the story. No tourist has been, you know, injured. Uh, That's right. Uh, with the security-related issues in the past. Exactly. Many, many years. Well, I'm sure we'll speak again, and thank you for your time. And I, I tell people all the time, it is one of the greatest experiences they could have. Yeah. Thank you, and my very friend. Easy to get. Pleasure to meet Thanks. you. Thank you. Every day when I pass a mirror, I still can't believe it. It's me. I'm looking back at myself. I never thought I'd be this fit again, but 42 pounds ago, I decided to take control of my health, and with the help of my PhD weight loss and nutrition, I'm so glad I did. The program is simple. Dr. Ashley Lucas and her amazing team customize a plan for your body to make it simple. They even provide 80% of your food at no additional cost. They treat your entire person as one. Dr. Ashley believes that all change starts with the mind. She'll help you to change your behavior when it comes to food and think differently about food so you'll never gain the weight back. Give them a call right now at 864-644-1900 and they can answer all your questions. If I can do it, you can do it. I haven't sung along with the opening theme in quite some time, my friends. Uh, you know what I could do now? I could actually say, you're listening to the Dennis Prager Show. Great to be with you. And it's 2009. And you wouldn't know. Because I sound the same. And I would have probably sung along at some point in 2009. Hello, my friends. Good to be with you. So... Are you familiar with the website PM? I'm not, but that's where I have this from. But anyway, I checked it out. It's all accurate. But I I always like to cite the source because in my religion, Judaism, it is actually a moral uh, and legal obligation to cite sources. A top climate scientist. So they're talking about a Greta Thunberg tweet. You know, the, uh, the young lady who uh, is a hysteric and therefore a, a heroine of the left. So she tweeted in 2018, a top, I saw the tweet, I verified it. A top climate scientist is warning that climate change will wipe out all humanity unless we stop using fossil fuels over the next five years. Now, it's a very interesting thing. So people who defend it say, she didn't say that humanity will be wiped out in five years. She said that if we don't do, uh, uh, let's see, if we don't stop using fossil fuels over the next five years, all of humanity will be wiped out. That's how they defend it. Get it? She didn't predict all of humanity will be wiped out in five years. Okay. In light of that, however... Why did she now delete the tweet? If that's what she meant, why did she delete the tweet? Right? No matter how you translate it, it is 
It is truly yelling fire in a crowded theater. In fact, that's all the left does, is yell fire in crowded theaters. That is their vocation. To foment fear and hysteria, and most people fall into it. It's like when they tell parents, yes, your daughter is a boy, and if you don't accept that, so what if she's 11 years old? If you don't accept that, you have a choice, a dead girl or a live boy. That's what they tell you. And parents, understandably, fall in for it. they rather say, oh yeah, it's a boy, than have a dead girl who, in other words, she will commit suicide if you don't say, oh my dear, my dear, and then whatever name that she has chosen to be a boy with. Well, this was an example. A top climate scientist is warning that climate change will wipe out all humanity. Who is the top scientist? Did anybody ever find out? Did she make it up? (laughs) All of humanity will be wiped out if we don't stop using fossil fuels by 2023. So as somebody pointed out, It was done in June 2018. We still have three months to stop using all fossil fuels. Very few people have denied that the world is getting warmer, although I I have seen reputable scientists who question the measurements and that some of them are manipulated by scientists And I wouldn't be surprised. First of all, all the money is in climate change hysteria. There is no uh, money, despite what they say about fossil fuel companies, the, the money, and we're talking really serious money, is in climate change activism. And it takes massive courage uh, to, I would say, I wonder which takes more courage to deny that a boy can become a girl or a girl become a boy, to deny that men give birth, or to deny that the world will come to an end if we don't stop using fossil fuels. Uh, they both do. Any Well, look, taking issue with anything the left says takes courage if you do it publicly. On Saturday, Jack Posobiec, Posobic, or Poso, how do you you don't pronounce how do you pronounce his name? P P O S O B I E C B I E C. Jack Posobiec. Don't we know him? Yeah, no, he's done some PragerU things. He has done some PragerU things, videos. Yeah. Oh. Not 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 the five minute videos, but. Oh, he's been on stories of us. I had a feeling we had some contact with him. He posted a screenshot of the now-deleted 2018 tweet from Greta Thunberg, which linked to an article predicting humans would go extinct by 2023 due to climate change. Wow. Well, listen, uh, this has a long pedigree. Al Gore wrote in 1990 we had 12 years. Nothing happened by 2002. 
You know what it reminds me? All of the predictions of these uh, of these people with regard to climate change, it remi- uh, reminds me of, I saw an ad for a supplement, and I'm a, I'm a big uh, supplement taker, just for the record. I, I My assumption is it can help and it can't hurt. <laughs> That's... So I, I take a lot of supplements, and I'm very healthy, and it may be completely non-related, and it may be somewhat related. Anyway, I saw an ad, this really is adorable, for a supplement that is a, uh, that will, that just, it works in you uh, on you in such a way that it can extend your life. So... How the hell do you know if it's working? By the way, I, I bought it. Just for the record, I actually bought it. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I bought one bottle, and I'm thinking, what do I say if somebody says, is it working? I can say, well, I'm here. Clearly, it's working. And then, then you die at some point, and it worked till then. <laughs> it's a product. How can you, how can you, I think, I don't know if there's a money back guarantee, but let's say there is. What do you, what do you claim? Right. How can the living, the living, if you're living, you're demanding the money back guarantee. What were you going to say? It's not falsified. It's not falsifiable. Excellent, excellent, right. It is truly the perfect product to make. Get our product. You will live longer. Cool. (laughs) And every day I'm here, I could say it's working. I'm surprised they're not advertising on the show. So yes, that there that's what it reminds me of. You'll all drop dead. Well, we don't drop dead. Another twelve years. Another five years. But they never called on it. Because the mainstream media have no agenda of truth. So they don't give you the scientists who say, you know what, this is not gonna happen. Instead they're called climate deniers. Right. How do you like that? I never met somebody who actually denied the climate. Climate deniers, anti-vaxxers, transphobes. You say boys can't become girls and you're a transphobe. They don't debate you. They don't refute you. You just have a one-liner. Yes. So, so some Twitter users had good responses. One said, time flies when you're on the grift. <laughs> there are a lot of witty people out there, by the way. It, it, it gives me hope for humanity. Witty is a good thing. Well, I thought I'd share that with you. The, the girl actually, with all seriousness, I, I think the girl is not a healthy psychological specimen. And uh, the adoration of her is also not healthy. 
not that adoration of any person is unhealthy. Some people may have earned being adored, but she is not one of them. Her life has been taken over by this. It shouldn't be. We return. My friends, a food shortage could be coming. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's true. So survival food is important. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling For Patriots Survival Food Kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking good for 25 years super survival food. Hand-packed right in a family-owned facility in the USA, giving jobs to over 200 Americans. The kits are compact, sturdy, water-resistant, and stack easily. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners. You can make these meals in less than 20 minutes. Just add boiling water, simmer, and serve. Right now, you can go to 4Patriots, that's the number 4, 4Patriots.com. Use the code Prager to get 10% off your first purchase on anything in the store. You get their famous year-long guarantee after your order and free shipping on orders over $97. Just go to 4Patriots.com to get 10% off with the code Prager for the number 4Patriots.com, code Prager. I tell you I lie. All right, we got a challenge here, which I always uh, find fascinating, any challenge. And that's Ray in Sacramento, the home of the latest three hoaxes. Hello, Ray. Hi, uh, thank you for taking my call. You've been talking a lot about the hoax industry, people profiting from hoaxes. Uh, We know, of course, now that... No, I didn't say people profiting from them. There is no money involved in these race hoaxes, so I never said that. I see. The, the okay, point of enough. the hoaxes is to paint whites as racist, and it's a lie. Well, we know now, for instance, that Tucker Carlson and everybody at Fox News, including Rupert Murdoch, always knew that Trump and his lawyers were lying about the election being stolen. They they peddled that hoax. You helped Dinesh D'Souza peddle his hoax movie, 2000 Yes, Mules. okay. You, I so, don't know that it's a hoax. Okay, I believe that Democrats cheat when they can. I don't know what the last election was. I remain agnostic. There is you're a vast, um, they, a va- excuse me? I think you're helping to peddle the hoax. That's right. right. I know now, you do. You're a, a I know you do. You are certain it's a hoax. You know what I don't know. You're, you're an amazing man. You know for a fact that Democrats don't cheat on Election Day. I, that is I, I an amazing you're... certitude that you have, my friend. Mr. Prager, how does video of some people putting ballots in a drop box prove those ballots it are do, it doesn't. It doesn't prove it. You're right. That's, I just told you. I'm agnostic. So You're not agnostic. You're, no, no, it's not a hoax. Did, did it is not a hoax. being sued for lying about okay. a guy. Uh, that, okay, that's right. So, okay. And Fox News is being sued by Dominion for lying. Right. Uh, the, the Dominion issue is a separate issue from whether the... So last election Tucker was complete. Tucker Carlson peddled a hoax. Tucker okay, Carlson yes. peddled a hoax, right? No, no. I don't believe that yes he peddled no. a hoax. If, did he know it was untrue? I don't know what, pe- I don't know what he said about the media. Did you not see what he was saying behind the scenes? He was saying how crazy and wrong and dishonest right. Trump and all his lawyers were. He knew it was a hoax. Rupert Murdoch knew it was a hoax. Huh. Well, if that's it, true, then it's a hoax. Okay, fine. I, want, I, I, have, I, can't, I can't deny if somebody said something X and they knew X was not true, then it was a hoax. That is correct. So, does it, so is it not equally important for you to tell your audience all these people no, who I'll tell you, you the I'll, election I'll t- no. was stolen okay. knew they were lying? No, no. You, you have ju- you have, no. Tucker Carlson right. knew he was lying. No, okay, so you just made up 
you made a jump. That is unwarranted. I but told you, you know it was a hoax. Read the, the messages. You know, okay, 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 my friend, you're not responding to me, which is depressing. I do not know whether it was or not a hoax the last election. The Democrats have done everything to make cheating possible. Everything. We once had an election day. You're old enough to remember election day. Now we have election month. We have election six months. We have millions of ballots sent out to people who never requested a ballot. We have Democrats who shut down the uh, uh, who shut down the counting on the very evening. We used to have results that evening of virtually every race in the country, but now if there's a close race in a city or in a state, it takes days often for us to get the results. It is all because of what Democrats have done to the election process, and you are certain it's a hoax. You are, you have knowledge that God has given you. The only way to know that the last election was in no way a hoax is to be given this knowledge by God himself. You are a prophet, my friend. It was an honor to talk to you. Okay, we can move on now. Uh, let's go here. Uh, David in Los Angeles, hello. Yes, good morning. Dennis, thank you. It's a pleasure. I just uh, wanted to bring to your attention, um, in the event you didn't know about the uh, windfall elections yesterday in the Netherlands with the Farmers Party, the BBB. Oh, tell me, because I have been following the uh, the Netherlands is shutting down vast numbers of farms because of their crackpot yes. government and on climate change, ruining their own society. What has happened? Exactly. Well... The, the good thing is that the people of the Netherlands and other European countries are waking up to what's going on. So, as you then know, the lower house of parliament uh, has invoked rules uh, on the e- because they claimed that the Netherlands were uh, breaking the environmental laws on nitrogen with the EU rules. And so they basically put the gun to the heads of 3,000 farmers that were going to have to be forced to sell their farms this year if they were not able to lower their nitrogen levels, mostly dairy, livestock. So what happened in the election? The BBB won historic 15 seats of the, of the Senate, of 75 seats, and the uh, Prime Minister's um, party actually went from 12 seats down to 10. So now the Farmers Party, the BBB, which was founded in 2019, have the ability to stop the legislation. Wow, I love it. I love it. I, I, I'm going to check into this. You made my day. We have to call Ava in, uh, in the Netherlands and, and find out exactly what happens. Let, let's try to get her even today. The, this is, uh, we have this spectacular young woman who's been on my show, who's been on Tucker Carlson. And uh, we, we, need to, we need to investigate that. The, the only permanent solution is for the EU to break up. Remember, friends, big is bad. Just remember that. Big is bad. Big pharma, big teachers' unions... You name it, 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 in almost every single instance, it is bad. The idea of Brussels being allowed to tell every country in the EU what to do about nitrogen levels 
and ruin their societies? Do you know do you know how destructive the environmentalist movement is? There is nothing competing with that. Well, the lockdowns competed with it. It is amazing how much people could be lied to. Hey, was uh, I should have asked the man with the hoaxes. You think it was a hoax to lock down schools for two years? This, in, in the hoax industry, it's 99 to 1 on the left. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. I say this to you almost every day when there's a fundraising month for Prager University that it, it whenever I get to speak, which is almost every day to some young person affiliated with PragerU, it is a delight in the dark time in which we live. Delight. That's a good one because the word light is in it. Okay. That really moved everybody here deeply. Ellen moved me. What the hell? <laughs> I, I know that it does it for you, too. I get a lot of feedback about speaking to them. Well, I have someone in the studio who, who, who actually works at PragerU, Sage Brooks. And I will just say, it might embarrass her, but uh, I'll risk it. She is a gem. Uh, I, 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 it's, it's hard to overstate how impressed all of us are at PragerU with her. Sage is the coordinator for PragerU ad buys. I don't even know what that means. I mean, it, it could have said, you know, in charge of chair location at PragerU, I wouldn't care. <laughs> but So Sage, what do you do at PragerU? Aside from doing my little part to help... Come closer uh, to the mic. Oh, sorry. And, and aside from doing my little part to help uh, save this country um, and, and actually conserve the values that make not just the country great, but us great, I basically um, i am the paid ads specialist. So if you see any ads online, uh, digital, on any platform, that's me and my team working really hard to make sure that we change the minds of people in this country. Paid ads for, of PragerU? Yes. Any, so were any you involved ads. in the Fox News ad? Um... Not necessarily. Well, as the promotion of it, yes. I Not see. the creation okay. of it, for I sure. I get it. Okay. Yeah. How? how do, by the way, do you have any idea how that's going? Folks, I just want you all to know there is an ad on Fox News for PragerU, which is very, very powerful. How's that going? It's going very well, actually, and it's being very well received. I would imagine. Yes. It's, it's quite dramatic. Yes. it's It was very well produced. When Amala shows the BLM tattoo... I gotta believe people go whoa. Absolutely. Uh, I, well, uh, and correctly so. So tell us a little about you. And first of all, where did you grow up? I grew up in Pasadena, California, the city of roses. Uh huh. And what is your own evolution philosophically, socially, politically? So I was raised as a uh, so I was raised by my grandmother. Um, and she was a devout Jehovah's Witness. Oh, and, interesting. Yes. Uh, she was a very strong woman, and, and a lot of people, they really comment on my strength, uh, given my story and, and the things that I've been through in my life. And I credit that to her because I watched her, even though she was a single grandmother, a widowed grandmother, uh, raising six children by herself. Um, after raising 11 of her own children, 
you know, she showed me through her experience and also what she instilled in me strength, you know. Um, and, and so I really took those values very serious growing up. Me and my siblings, we did. Um, and I read the Bible every night. The, even though it's different than a Christian Bible, uh, I read it every night. Wait front a minute. To back. How is it different from a Christian Bible? Well, their I didn't Bible, know that. Yeah, it's, it's called the New World Trans- Translation of Holy Scriptures. And when I was bold enough to, to dive into Christianity, like sneak into it when my, I had Christian friends in high school, I saw that there were differences in the, in the way that things were interpreted. So it's not that much different, but they do distinguish themselves from the, regular well, Christians. no. So, oh, that I know. I'm well aware of that. But I was not aware. If you say to a Jehovah's Witness, uh, so, you know, have you have you read uh, Genesis? Their Genesis will be different from a Christian's Genesis. Not necessarily. Maybe in some interpretations. So yeah. Oh, the interpretations. Right. I don't think the text is different. Yeah. Probably not. Okay. Fine. Uh, in the way so, that it's written. So for you sure. were raised Jehovah's Witness. That is. Yes, I was. Did you leave it? Uh, so, so I, like I took it seriously. I instilled the values in uh, in myself, and I followed it. And I had this Bible study lady that uh, was anointed. She was one of the one hundred and forty four thousand that were supposed to go to heaven. And I was a child that was very curious. I'm still very curious, and we'll get into that later. But I asked questions that weren't supposed to be asked, and I was like, "Well, why are you gonna go?" And I'm not because they believe that outside of the one hundred and forty four thousand, the rest that were good are going to be um, living on Earth forever, you know, being able to play with tigers after God wipes out all of the bad people. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to reign in heaven with God. And so uh, she just didn't give me an answer that I could believe or have faith in. And so I started to question the religion. And by the time I was 17 and my grandmother gave me the, the, the freedom to decide if I wanted to still go to the kingdom hall with her, I said no. Mm-hmm. So at 17, I, I went away from the religion. And you're now, by the way, you're now 32. I just, just I am. so we'll, we'll have a perspective. All right, I want to get your uh, your evolution and how PragerU has touched you, and you're, you're, uh, you have quite a fascinating background. Just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free offer with promo code PRAGER. MyPillow 2.0 temperature-regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listeners square to the buy one, get one free offer. Enter promo code Prager or call 800-761-6302 to get your MyPillow 2.0 now. Hello, my friends. I'm Dennis Prager. I gotta say, it's been a riveting show. I opened up reporting to you about another three race hoaxes, these in Sacramento, California, of anti black graffiti and images, et cetera, et cetera, done by blacks to show how bad racism is. The left, one of its many despicable projects, is to tell every black American that they're a victim. And, of course, every white is a racist, literally. I mean, that is the message of 
bad people like Ibram X. Kendi. Every white is a racist. But that's not a racist comment, let alone a lie and idiocy. So the pursuit of victim status and the pursuit of reinforcing the lie that all whites are racist and that America is a racist society produces this large number of hoaxes, three of which I just reported to you from the Sacramento Bee, which didn't even headline that they were hoaxes. The headline of the piece uh, said nothing about what the piece was about. Sacramento Bee, oh, what was it? Let's see. Oh, yes, so Charlie Kirk just spoke at UC Davis two nights ago. Are you aware of that? So uh, there was video. I was with Charlie Kirk last night. We, uh, he interviewed me for TPUSA in Phoenix. And about 2,000 people were there. It was a beautiful evening. And he, uh, before I came on, he showed some video of his appearance the night before at UC Davis where they had vast amounts, vast amount of security. He played part of a video by the president of UC Davis uh, who uh, spoke against Charlie's uh, going to speak there. And the, the speech, he asked that the auditorium be empty. This is the president. Did you know that? Yes. And what, why isn't that incitement? Right. Well, why isn't that incitement, you ask? Look, uh, I will just say that if I know somebody is a college president, I assume they're a fool and a coward. That there are some college presidents who may not be fools and cowards, of course, is true. But that is my assumption, and because it is almost always correct. You can't ascend to president of a university at this time in America and be a person of courage. It's not possible. There may, you may ascend, and then if you have courage, uh, you will uh, perhaps be let go. But it, it's not a danger. It doesn't happen. So Charlie spoke there. 900 students, despite all of that, 900 students showed up. Isn't that terrific? Yeah. I said to the 2,000 people last night in Phoenix something that I need to repeat, and I don't repeat it often enough. But some of you who are regular listeners will have heard me say that despair is a sin. It's actually not my line. It's a line of a Bible commentator that I was reading. I am finishing the fourth of the five books of the Torah, the first five books of the Bible for my rational Bible commentary. And there is a section in the the book of Numbers, the fourth book of the Bible, what I'm completing now, of the spies sent in by Moses to scout out Canaan because they were going to uh, attempt to conquer it. Ten of the spies said it can't be conquered, will be, will be defeated. They despaired, and and God got angry at the spies. And why? And this commentator has a very intelligent line, because despair, God considers despair a sin. So whether you believe in God or not, let me tell you, if you despair about the United States, it's a sin. 
because it means you won't do a damn thing. If you think we're losing, you're right. We're losing. Can you name a good cause in history that at some point was not losing? Was Churchill not losing to the Nazis? Was George Washington not losing to the British? So I I am angry at the conservatives who opt out. I mean, there are people, good and good-natured people, who who tell me, you know, for a while I just didn't listen to talk radio anymore. I, I couldn't handle it, you know, all the bad news. You couldn't handle it? Wait a minute. The guys charged Normandy Beach against Nazi submachine guns, and you can't handle bad news? Sorry. Uh, I, I, don't, uh, I don't have much sympathy for that view. I understand it. I don't have sympathy for it. 900 kids showed up at UC Davis because Charlie Kirk showed up there. What did I have at the University of Wyoming? I think a similar number. It's really something. I mean, when, when we go, they come. They thirst for something other than the evils, the true evil doctrines, the sick. It's, it's as sick as it is evil leftism. Diversity, equity, and inclusion officers at Stanford, which is, a, which is really an S-hole at this time. Truly, I talked to you about Stanford Law School and the screaming fascist students there. Oof. And, and they, they have as many administrators as they have students. It's where all your tuition money goes to administrators. You know how much Columbia University cost when I went there in the 70s? Guess how much it cost a year. Full tuition. I happen to have had a fellowship, so half was paid. But forget that. Full tuition. 4000 Close. Three, you said 4000 It was 3000 And what exactly do you get more now for $50,000? I, I, I'm very curious. What do you get now? A swimming pool? I'm curious. I'll tell you what you get. More administrators and more, uh, more money for the university to put into some fund. Well, one eight Prager seven seven six. So the hoaxes issue was a big one. Listen to this. This is a real. Uh, this this is mind boggling. New York Attorney General Letitia James is hosting a drag story hour for children. The Attorney General of New York State. You understand that even five years ago, let alone longer than five years ago, do you realize this would have been a science fiction dystopian novel? The attorney general, female no less, of one of the biggest states of the union is sponsoring a drag queen story hour for children? Come watch men undulate in women's clothing. And people vote Democrat. It's a disgrace if you vote Democrat. It is a disgrace. New York Attorney General Tisha James is hosting a drag story hour in New York City this Sunday. It's this coming Sunday. 
that families with children, quote-unquote, are invited to attend. James recently announced she and other state elected officials will be hosting a drag event geared toward families. Geared to, how could that be? What does it mean to gear a drag queen event to families? What what if an attorney general announced, I will be sponsoring a Bible reading hour for kids? What would happen? They would be attacked vociferously. Separation Separation of church and state. What is your business? It's not inclusive. Why is drag queen story hour inclusive? By the way, I, I have to admit, I don't understand it as an adult. Forget the fact that it's robbing children of innocence. What is the appeal to an adult watching men dress as women? What is the, do you understand the appeal? I'm not kidding. Sexually, erotically, I don't, I don't and, and I'm open on that subject totally. But so it, it so you yes it it passes right it passes over us. All right, much more coming up. You're listening to the Dennis Prager Show. When it comes to your family's health, proactivity is key. With the world becoming increasingly unpredictable, you can't afford to take chances when it comes to your health. Introducing the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit, the gold standard solution for your peace of mind. Inside, you'll find eight critical medications like ivermectin, amoxicillin, z and more, accompanied by a comprehensive and easy-to-follow guidebook empowering you to take back control of your health. From tick bites to COVID to extreme bioterror events, you're covered at any time. The Wellness Company's chief medical board is made up of none other than Dr. Drew Pinsky, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Harvey Risch, and more truth-telling doctors who are committed to building a parallel healthcare system. This medical emergency kit will be your lifeline. Visit twc.health slash Prager. Use the promo code Prager for an exclusive 10% discount. Secure your family's health today with the Wellness Company's medical emergency kit. This Prager Show. Tell me if I'm wrong. Hi everybody, Dennis Prager here. Passover and Easter coming up. Passover has the famous Seder, the, the famous Passover meal. It has a it has a thousands oh about eighteen hundred year old book called the Passover Haggadah. And I have written the rational Passover Haggadah just as I have the rational Bible. Jew or Christian or neither, it's filled with the greatest questions about life, explains the text, has it in Hebrew and English. And now it's in paperback for just nine ninety five at Amazon. The rational Passover Haggadah. If you care about the big issues of life, I strongly, strongly commend it to you. And if you're going to have a Seder, I think it's like got a, you will use for years because there is so much material in it for discussion. Again, the rational Passover Haggadah by Dennis Prager. Nine ninety-five now in paperback, or you can get the hardcover, obviously. 
reporting to you that uh, the New York State Attorney General, Letitia James, is hosting a drag story hour for families, for children. What did I say? Oh, yeah, that's what it said here, drag story hour. Yeah. No, no, you're right, but it does say drag story hour. That's the official name, drag story hour in New York City. On her Instagram page, oh, by the way, it will be other state elected officials as well. Wow. Incidentally, talking about the Bible, did you know that there's a verse in the Bible and what is it, 22.5? Yeah, Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 22.5, man shall not wear women's clothing. For those of you who think that the Bible is outdated, not relevant, whew, boy, you can't get more up to date than that. You see, it goes like this. You want to understand the present situation? It is this. Order and distinctions, order is based on distinctions, represent God. The breaking down of distinctions represents no God. The, f- the most important verse in the Bible is in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. If you accept that or don't accept that, uh, really determines how you'll view the rest of the whole Bible. So I think that's the most important verse, one one. You know what I think the most second most important verse is one two. And the land or the earth, the world, was all chaos. It said null and void, but the Hebrew one of the two words tovavo is is not known. It means chaos. And God then spends the next six days making order out of chaos. The left makes chaos out of order. The left is truly the uh, antipathetic opponent of of the divine order as the Judeo-Christian world has fathomed it and presented it. Order is dependent upon distinctions. Man, God, man, nature, man, woman, man, animal, good, evil, holy, profane. It's all based on distinctions. The the left has destroyed all distinctions. The ones that I just told you, they've all been destroyed. And now the final one is man, woman. Male, female. That's the the final distinction to be destroyed by the left. It is the... For the left, let's put it this way. For the religious or traditional Westerner, Genesis 1-1 is the most important verse. And for the left, Genesis 1-2 is the most important verse. Order or chaos, right or left, that's really what it is about. When you have the New York State Attorney General sponsoring a drag queen story hour for children, you know how sick we have become. 
On her Instagram page, Letitia James shared a flyer for the event. By there's another woman doing damage. It's disproportionately, the sickness is disproportionately guided by females. James offered a flyer for the event titled Drag Story Hour in New York City with New York State Attorney General Letitia James. The flyer indicated that the politician wants children to attend the event. It said, families with children are invited to join Attorney General James, drag storytellers, and city and state elected leaders. Think any Republicans will attend? Be very interesting. I, I don't think so. For those of you, including some conservatives who offer the idiocy, there's no difference between Republicans and Democrats. What, what planet do you live on? I understand the anger of the what's called the Uniparty. But excuse me, Florida is the opposite of California because Florida is run by a Republican and California is run by the Democrats. It it is an inexcusably destructive and stupid line that there's no difference between Republicans and Democrats. I will be interested to know, do you think, if you who say there's no difference between the parties had to bet, what will the ratio of Democrats to Republicans be at the drag queen story hour of the New York State Attorney General? Would a Republican Attorney General do this? In the caption for the Instagram post, James declared, my office is proud to host a drag story hour readathon on Sunday. Man shall not wear women's clothing. It's one of the most. Maybe that's what I'll answer now. What's the most important verse in the Bible? Maybe I do. Deuteronomy twenty two five. A man shall not wear women's clothing. The case can be made. Certainly at this moment, that is the most important verse in the Bible. I, I've now, I now have a new answer to the question that I am so frequently asked. What's the most important verse in the Bible? That'll get a reaction from people. The ad featured several groups that are co-sponsoring the event put on by Drag Group Drag Story Hour New York City. And the lawmaker, that is the Attorney General, among them included the Pride Center of Staten Island, Queens Public Library, of course, Brooklyn Public Library, 95% of librarians are female, by the way, and Destination Tomorrow, a grassroots LGBTQ organization in the Bronx. Hmm. Wow. Sick stuff, my friends. Back in a moment. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. For the first time in my life, maybe the first time in American history, we have political prisoners. I, I, I can't believe I'm actually saying that because my entire experience in life with political prisoners has been under communist regimes like Andrei Sakharov in the Soviet Union. But we now have them in this country because of the politicization of the Department of Justice and the Attorney General's office. 
and I am personally aware of people in prison for January 6th. By the way, it's called an insurrection. Do you know that not one defendant, to the best of my knowledge, has actually been charged with insurrection? It's a, it was a term devised by the New York Times and the Democratic Party to wildly exaggerate what happened on January 6th of 2021. There's a short book written by a woman who is concerned with these people in prison and their families. Due process denied January 6th. Detained the families, the fallout. Cynthia Hughes, the daughter of a policeman, married to a policeman in New Jersey. And Cynthia, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. Hi there. Thank you very much for having me. It's so, such a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. How did you get into this? So I have a loved one who was arrested in January of 2021. I'm sorry, you have a what who was? Uh, here in, I'm sorry, I missed A loved one. A loved one. Oh, a loved one. Okay. Yes loved one um sorry about that new jersey accent um it's minimal so he Don't was arrested worry. in january <laughs> well thank you um he, he was in five different jails and he ended up in dc where he was held in solitary confinement uh with about 54 other men throughout 2021 and um literally solitary confinement where he would come out of his cell for one hour a day and in that one hour it would be take your shower make your cup of coffee and make your phone calls, whether it was to your family or to your, you know, your attorney, whoever you were going to call. Um, no religious services, uh, very difficult time receiving mail, sending mail, um, really rough, uh, you know, nutrition, uh, you know, problems, denied medical treatment. Um, in the case of my nephew, Tim, uh, he's now lost hearing in both of his ears due to a ongoing ear infection that two years later still has not been rectified. Um, and that's just, you know, the tip of the iceberg. So he would call me and, you know, he would say he had a little bit of money in the bank when he went to jail, a few thousand dollars. And he would say, you know, this one needs help with commissary. This one needs help with commissary. And finally I had to say to him, you know, Tim, we can't keep taking money out of your, your savings account. Let me see what I can do out here to, you know, to put some money together to help these people. And then there would be times where I wouldn't hear from him for a few days or a week. And I would say to him, why, you know, why haven't I heard from you? And he would say, well, so-and-so needed to talk to his wife and so-and-so needed to talk to, you know, uh, his children. It's Father's Day week and it's Mother's Day week and it's Easter. Um, and so him and I, you know, talking and, and then talking with, you know, Julie Kelly and some other people, we needed something in place you know, we figured out very quickly that we needed something in place that was going to help not only the men that were in jail, but their families. And so we put together uh, a support group and uh, it turned into this, you know, great organization. We named it Patriot Freedom Project and we have helped a what, lot what of is families. The, what is the name of your of organization? It's called Patriot Freedom Project. And is, is that how one finds it and helps it on the internet? Yes. Patriot Freedom Project? 
Yes. Okay, that's very important. I would like people to help you. The okay, the mistreatment of these people who have who have not even had a bail hearing. You have a bail hearing if you rape a woman. You don't have a bail hearing if you uh, entered the Capitol on January 6th. Well, I hope people will read your book and go to your website, and I will talk to you again. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Yeah, it's fundraising month. Please do. We're fighting the good fight. Helping the fighters is as good as fighting. Always remind you of that. Putting these people into solitary confinement. I've spoken out against solitary confinement for much of my broadcast life. Unless there is no choice whatsoever, it's to- it's torture. People survive waterboarding better than they survive solitary confinement. Waterboarding is terror and it's over it's over but enough solitary confinement and the mind is affected permanently we torture people who went into the capital on January 6th my beloved America does this to people That's the part that hurts the most for me. I feel that my country has betrayed me like a a spouse feels if the other spouse has betrayed them. I loved you all this time and this is what you ended up. I haven't given up in any way matter I just want you to know that but I I do let you know what I feel as I've said often I'm not a talk show host I'm a human with a talk show this human has been surprised in a bad way at uh, over the last few years I expected better of my beloved America. And what I so what I end up fighting for is the America that I loved and the American values that I love even more than America. I'm a values man. And the American value system is the best. Aside from my Bible commentary, if you read one of my books, read my book Explaining America and the Left, Still the Best Hope. That was the book that moved Julie Hartman, this terrific young woman that I do a podcast with, Dennis and Julie, that moved her to realize she was not on the left. She was not anything but a conservative still the best hope you want to understand America and the left and Islam it's three books in one I have devoted my life to studying the left I thought that they could succeed 
in what in the countries that became communist, but I I never really thought that this country would go that far left, but it is, and in ways that are more way more left than in Europe, Europeans. Don't do what we're doing to kids who say that they're the opposite sex. Their general trend in Europe is to tell them, no, you're a boy. You may think you're a girl, but you're a boy. You may think you're a boy, but you're a girl. I keep reminding you the British Medical Journal did something I have never seen. They they published a broadside against American medicine and the ease with which they give kids hormone blockers and horrible surgeries. British Medical Journal, that's, that's quite something. The disdain with which American medicine is held around the world is deserved. Bad people have taken over every medical group. I tell you this to fight not to give up. You give up, then, well, you're you're collaborating in the demise of the country if you give up. All right, let's see what you have to say here. Uh, okay. Let's see. All right, here's an interesting one. Cleveland, Ohio. Mark, hello. Yes, Dennis, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. I, I sadly, I, I wish I didn't have to say this, but I, I am going to say it because, you know, I live in Ohio, and recently there was a conservative talk show host here who was talking about a drag queen sh- uh, show that's scheduled to happen in a place called Wadsworth, Ohio. Not exactly uh, a liberal, you know, place, you know, regular American area, kind of rural. And, um, he was afraid to rile people up to protest. He said, I'm, I'm not for it. I wouldn't take my kids there. But I don't think anyone should protest because everyone who protests is just going to get canceled. So I told him, you know, you're part of the problem. Because if there isn't 50,000 people in front of that library before that performance, that means every single person in Wadsworth, Ohio, believes in child abuse. Now, let's say it wasn't a drag queen show. Let's say it was a show of adults beating up children and bloodying them. Now, the truth of the matter is, that is actually better for children. I hate to say it, and no one should ever do anything like that, God forbid. But that those bruises go away, and of course they leave emotional scars. But what they're doing to kids ruins them for life, for generations. They will not have children. They will not have families. So it is the worst child abuse imaginable. And if there isn't 50,000 or 100,000 people in New York City with this Letitia James thing, everyone is guilty. All right. Well, first of all, I, I, I would not say that the beating children uh, is, is comparable, but it doesn't matter. Uh, this is awful enough without going to beating up children as an analogy. This is beating up their innocence, beating up their psyches, beating up their sexual identities, but that is, the, that is the point of it, is to rob them of innocence and to have them question the whole issue of sexual identity and biology. 
Yes, there should be protesters. Back in a moment. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. That's hmm. an interesting point. Dave in Birmingham, Alabama. People go to drag shows because it was comedy, not a sexual thing. Uh, it's a good. It's an interesting point. I will say this is this is just personal. First of all, well, not first of all. So I there I have two reactions to that, and I'll be, don't don't hang up, folks. The last segment, but I'll try to uh, respond to as many subjects at least as I can. So first of all, I personally uh, don't find it funny. I mean, if it's a routine. Like, what was the one, the famous movie, Mrs., what, what was it called, remember? Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. That, that's different. That, that, it, it, it was a middle-aged guy as a dowdy woman and, and you know, the travails that ensued. That, that was a comedy, okay. But in general, drag queen shows are not, are not Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, for, uh, for many, there was a sexual element, certainly for the performers, would you like to perform in a dress or or in a skirt or whatever other women's clothing would be involved? And secondly, I I wouldn't attend because I actually take the Bible seriously, and it says a man shall not wear women's clothing. I want to preserve the order that the Bible has established. And it's an order built on distinctions. One of them is male-female. When you shatter the distinction in dress, you, you, you begin the process of shattering the distinction. So I, 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 don't, I, don't, I think that the damage is not worth the fun. Okay, let's see here. Is, uh, let's see, Tony in Tahunga, California, his 14-year-old nephew has been reading the Bible and wears a T-shirt that says, Virginity Rocks. That's hilarious in some ways. I mean, I, I'm saying it, not laughing at it. It's an interesting thing. First of all, he's 14. It's, it's, a, it's a, I don't know how many 14-year-olds are losing their virginity. Uh, but um, it's an interesting thing because if, uh, I would like like to think of what T-shirt would I like kids who want to advocate religion to wear. I'm gonna th- that 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 call prompted that. Robert in Woodland Hills, California, is a big fan of Cynthia Hughes, the woman I just had on. I would like to take your call. Call in tomorrow. All right, y'all. We continue the fight. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com.